Welcome to the Two Holes Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is my lovely co-host and cousin. Sam. Really? What? Like, I don't believe that shit. Oh. Oh, they photoshopped their grave, oh. and they did it for months. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Yeah, again, welcome back to the Two Holes Podcast. My name is Katie. Sam is out again. She's pregnant. She is birthing a child, okay? Well, not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Because if it was right now, you know, I'd be like all over and I'd be like, woo, but not right now. It makes it sound like she was in the process. You're like, she's birthing a child. It feels like it's getting close, but nay, nay. What's getting close? Possibly the baby. Can you guys hear Joey? Exciting. I can hear you. I hope hope they hear you. All right. Don't look at my bed. Oh my God, guys, you guys are probably like, get your shit together, Katie. But listen, I always don't, I never run a technical difficulty test run because half the time I never have time. And it's a Katie's voice. Stop echoing once you lowered your voice up. Well, we're just going to be on two different, or one mic today. But um, I never run a technical difficulty run before anything. And I just kind of like hope for the best whenever I'm like in my live streams. And that's what happens. So I apologize. Anyway, Joey, you were looking up daily horoscopes. Did you get to that yet? Did you? See, I'm already on cancer. Which one do you want to start with? Cancer. Cancer is fine. This day bodes well for accomplishments in business and finance. Long-term investments of either time or funds may finally pay off. New opportunities come your way. This is a better time to complete old projects and start new ones. Cancer. But if you must, new. Celebrate by treating yourself to new clothes. Wear them for a long-time friend or lover this evening. Okay, so wear my nice clothes. I suppose. I am, in case you were wondering, wearing the iconic collection from Two Ghouls Podcast, which reminds me, I got to show you guys something really soon, okay? I'm really excited about it, and I'm going to give you a discount code, and it's going to be so much fun. Hold on. I'm going to turn around so you can see my booty butt and my hoodie. Oh! (laughs) You see it? Huh? What do you think? You like it? What do you think? I'm interested to know what you think. Don't touch my butt, sir. Too late. Oh, boy. What's the next one? Taurus. Taurus. For Melissa and Sam, of course. If you're a Taurus, I would love to know. You have to let me know. Taurus. Though current business and money matters could well encounter obstacles, at this time you may find yourself reaping the rewards of past efforts. You're naturally persevering nature. Practically assures more success in the future. Of course, even though you might be blocking Of course, even though you might be blocking New insights as to how to continue to progress could come your way today. It might be a good idea to write them down so you'll be assured of having them at your fingertips later. Okay. Um, we have a Leo in the chat. Your insight, creativity, and inventiveness are in full swing. Uh, new ideas come thick and fast. <laughs> thick and fast? I've never heard that in my thick life. Thick and fast. Okay, good. Me, my, I'm thick and fast. <laughs> in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. However, 
you might find yourself too caught up in boring mundane tasks to do very much about it. But physical energy is plentiful, so you have it in, in you to take care of chores and then have time to do what you want to do. You'll produce results if you remember to pace yourself. Work too hard and you'll be too tired. It's complicated. Sam says this whole time I've been using my fucking um computer mic. No, my headphone mic. All right, I'm back on. Sorry, guys. God, y'all are probably like, Jesus Christ, bitch. Get your shit together. I want you to read. Did you guys hear Leo okay? Thanks, Brittany. Appreciate it. Joey, move your head so she can see the ghosty. There it is. Um, Okay, great. Everything's good then. All right, and you guys let me know if there's anything else going off. All right, what's the next one? Um, We're going to do Scorpio next. We have a Scorpio. Scorpio. Sunny. Sunny's a little scorpion. So is Aunt Vicky. Uh, yeah. Again, if you guys want your horoscope read, drop it in the chat and we will read it for you. You can find it harder than usual. Wake up this morning. Scorpio is your energy. Maybe flagging. Personal or professional pleasures might stir feelings of futility, but don't fall into this trap in spite of your momentary leth- lethargy. Lethargy? Lethargy? Oh, you guess. Speak Good as mine. Everything on the horizon looks far better than it seems, primarily because of your own hard work. Retire early tonight, and tomorrow you'll feel more energetic. Mm, Okay, so rest, 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 rest. Okay, we have a couple Libras. We're going to do Libra next. I've literally never done, like, all of these. I've never done all these Zodiacs before. Sam and I usually, uh, we do, like, three or four because we haven't had enough people to come in. So I appreciate this, guys. What are we doing now? We're doing um, a Libra. Be prepared to work diligently toward making your dreams a reality today. Success is definitely on the way, though it may not be approaching quite as quickly as you might like. A lot of significant letters and phone calls could come your way, keeping you busy. Don't allow yourself to get too frazzled, though. Take time to periodically throughout the day, sit quietly, and recoup your energy. Okay. Sounds like a lot of, like, everyone needs to go to sleep. Look. Little George is here. Cousin George says, hey, Joey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, George. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Who else do we have next? We had we have Aries. I feel like we need to go through the whole like list now. I feel so bad. I hope I don't miss anyone. Which one now? Aries. Restlessness may plague you throughout the day. Uh because you could be brimming over with physical energy but have no outlet for it. You might have to stay in and wait for something important, which could prove frustrating. Put on an exercise video and do aerobics while you wait. This isn't a good day to start new projects. Limit your social interactions to exercise with others at the gym. Why is it that some people have to go to the gym today, but then others get to rest and breathe easy? It feels like discriminatory. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not listening to me because you're so fucking zooted. I hate that you're sitting behind me because I got to look at you like this the whole stream. Um, all right, we did Taurus. We did. We didn't do Gemini. I want to do Gemini for my babies in the chat that are Gemini's. Are there any Gemini's tonight? Yeah, we did Scorpio. We can do it again though if you didn't hear it. Today, your powers of persuasion are are at an all time high. This is a good day to ask for a raise or promote a new project. You drive to gain recognition for your accomplishments may necessitate seeking the public eye. So if publicity is what you need, this is the day to go for it. Mm. Your observational skills are acute, as is your insight onto others' feelings. Hmm. Okay. 
You hear that, baby arrow? <laughs> Sam says arrow is a Gemini. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right. I think we already did do Taurus. We did. We didn't. Do, did we do Virgos? Yeah, we did Virgo. No, we did Libra, not Virgo. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. As a natural healer, you might find yourself experiencing a rush of transformative energy today, which you should put into practice. This is a great time to go for a massage or study natural healing modalities such as herbs or aromatherapy. Combine them with your innate healing abilities, Virgo, and you might be happy with the results. Your mind is especially receptive right now. You retain more of what you learn than you usually would. Hmm. This is just where I'm going to leave the mic for right now. It should be okay. Do you guys think this is good enough? Felix is a Gemini. Oh, that's your cousin's baby. Yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. All right. We didn't read Aquarius. And we didn't do Pisces. So Aquarius and Pisces are next. Today, Aquarius matters surrounding business and finances need immediate attention. And this could prove a bit disheartening. You have a lot of unfinished tasks that have piled up. Gear up and get to them. They aren't going away, and you'll feel better about everything when they're out of the way. You might find that clearing up these old matters allows new opportunities to flow your way. Okay. And last but not least, Pisces. Danny. New opportunities to advance your professional standing may... I feel like we already did this. You think we already did it? Pisces? No, I don't think so. I think they're all just kind of starting to sound the same. Because you either today apparently have to work out or you have to sleep. There's two. The aspects bode well for business and money. Promising new projects may present themselves. Your tendency to serve and nurture others should strengthen your work relationships. So morale on the job takes a tangible upswing this time. Warmth and affection for friends and children, romantic Mm. partners, and even casual acquaintances should increase and enhance your relationships. That's nice. That was a good one. Guys, you'll have to tell me what you think. I feel warm and fuzzy after that last one. So, all right, jumping into it. We have quite a few stories tonight, and Joey has no idea what they are. And I moved the mic. I'm going to let it be on me for a second because I'm going to read you guys some stories. Wait, tell us about DMT in the meantime. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about, let's, hi, Ghost of the Month. Welcome. Um, tell us about DMT a little bit. And I, I'm sorry. I know I jumped right into it. But tonight we're going to be talking about near-death experiences. So I know there's a lot of people that talk about uh, ketamine infusions and DMT, testing with DMT and everything like an ayahuasca teas and all that kind of stuff. And you know a lot about it. Uh, I know some about it. I don't know a ton, ton. Why don't you just ask a question? I'll see if I can answer it. Well, all right. Let me read some stories and then maybe we'll eventually get into that. Because I did skim over these stories. I was like, let me just skim over because I want to be just as shocked and surprised as y'all are. Um, But they seemed pretty in-depth. And then I think a couple of them went into DMT talk and things like that. I do want to give just uh, some trigger warnings, though. I'm so glad I wrote that in my notes because I almost forgot that. And Sam and I have definitely done episodes before without trigger warnings. Um, If descriptive supposedly true stories centering around gory real-life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murder, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature, we suggest that you just DTFO. This podcast is not for you 
and you have been warned. Um, I will talk about the merch later tonight. I just want to jump right into the stories. Um, hopefully there's not an echo because I know I'm on like two different computers right now. Um, okay. <laughs> the first one says, my near-death experience. I felt like I was taking up, and they don't even explain what happened. They don't even explain why they died. And Peg picked up on that. I feel like I was taking up three-fourths of my room, a 14 by 12 room. Like I was crammed into it, and my soul was too big for where I was standing. I felt like a giant. Then I felt my entire awareness expand into an extra dimension beyond the 3D plane. Like my entire mind was consumed by the true depth of what really being more real than real um, what reality is like. I always thought that when someone described the other side as being more real than real, they meant that it felt like an 8K resolution while they were living in a 4K resolution now. That's not the case at all. There's an entirely new depth dimension of realness to true reality. The difference is greater than when you compare a 2D image to something three-dimensional. I really can't stress this enough. To compare it to how reality for us on Earth feels like right now, it's the difference between a dream and being awake. It felt like one would need to qualitatively, hold on a second, qualitatively, qualitatively combine a thousand earth realities to match the depth of realness, quote, that was the other, that the other place has. It's like we're on earth having inserted ourselves into Sims characters or dolls in a dollhouse to play. I hope that makes more sense. Everything on earth looks plastic and fake to me since that day. I instantly felt the most intense love and life feeling if the word life had an essence that was completely unimaginable and words cannot describe. The love I felt was so intense that I could physically feel it throughout my soul, my body, and I instantly recoiled in horror at the realization that all of my suffering on earth was meaningless and that true reality is nothing but love and life. That's beautiful. There was a soul song that had a depth dimension to it that had no audio or song, nothing like anything that's been played on earth or could ever be compared to. It was like the hum of millions of voices, each talking distinctly and individually, but together in a wholeness to create a single sound that vibrated my very being and imbued, imbued? I've never heard of this word, imbued the very essence of the words life and love into my soul. The atmosphere was like the lively chatter of a tropical rainforest if the density were multiplied by millions of times. This is the most beautiful descriptive story I've ever heard. Wow. It was so beautiful and it felt so good that I was crying the whole time. The feeling is so distinct and unique that trying to explain this to you is like trying to explain what it's like to see someone who's been blind since birth. You really can't understand even if I tell you. It's not just a sixth sense. You're literally incapable of imagining what it's like, even if I explained for thousands of pages. It's just so naturally unfathomable. That word has a chokehold on me. Unfathomable to the human mind. I never could have imagined such a feeling if I was even given all of the time in the world to contemplate. And neither can you. My mind felt faster and more intelligent than the fastest of the world's supercomputers combined and multiplied. I've left out some of the experience and realizations, but I may be able to answer some questions. And then a lot of people went into asking him questions, which we can read if you guys vote yes. Um, there was a lot of like some of the questions were, 
did they tell you what the purpose of life is? And he responds to that. And then someone asked him, have you been convinced or forced to come back? Or did you choose to come back like to life? That's what he's talking about. Or it simply just happened. Um, those are the questions. What do you guys think? You guys want to hear those? I think I do. What do you think about that? Do you believe it? Well, I would. I mean, why would you though? Normally, that's the question that you're asking me. Mm-hmm. You're always. Well, wouldn't I believe it? I mean, it's it's not a crazy thing for people. You to think? Do you, but do you think this was what death was like? Oh, I don't know. I hate that you're I sitting think, back here. It drives I me think insane. When you die, it probably just all goes black. And that's it. <laughs> just like turning off the lights. But do you think it's like that? Why wouldn't it be? How high are you, dude? You're not answering my question. <laughs> I feel like you're not answering me well enough. What answer do you? I want? feel like normally, no. Listen. You, you think that's the process you go through. Listen. Normally, you have like a very serious answer that is well thought out and like descriptive. And now that we're on a podcast, you're leaving me hanging with nothing to go off of. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So someone said yes. So I'm going to go ahead and read the rest of these questions. The question, first question was, did they tell you what the purpose of life is? They answered, the purpose of life is to have fun. That's actually really touching. There's the dual purpose of learning more about what it's like to experience different circumstances and different perspectives, but it's largely about enjoying yourself and spreading joy where possible. It's important to learn about love. Oh, mm. if this is true, wow, this is really getting to me. I'll add that if you want to be extremely satisfied with this life when you're done, practice feeling as much love and acceptance for others as possible. Practice forgiving even when they are unforgivable. The light is all about perfect love. Over there, you will feel such deep affection for everyone and everything that it will fill your whole soul. How are you doing in dealing with your return? This is a question. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. I think it's pretty difficult to come back. There must be a pretty important reason that you came back to Earth. So thank you, even if you don't know what it is. He answered very shortly. Or I don't know who it is, so I'm going to say they. They answered, the return's been difficult knowing that all of our suffering is meaningless, however temporary. I mentioned in a comment further down why I decided to come back. That's an interesting one. I don't know. I don't know why this is really getting to me. You guys have to. I said I had to walk out. I'm way too stoned. Anyway, I was just going to say, I just, if this is real, wow, you know, beautiful, beautiful. What a way to live. May I ask when this estimated happened, when this happened, it happened about a year or wait, what? It happened last year, about seven months ago. Okay. why I don't know why they didn't just say about seven months ago. Have you been convinced or forced to come back or did you choose to come back or did it simply happen? I chose to come back for certain reasons. Among those reasons was that I was starting to remember who I was as a soul and what we are, but didn't feel ready to remember that and greatly didn't want to. There was a huge reluctance to give up this earth self, quote, that made me turn back. Though that part was entirely optional, no one is forced to remember anything or to become their higher version of themselves again. You can simply choose not to go there if you wanted. Mm. 
Interesting. God, what are you guys thinking of this? Were you made aware of future events? None, but my perspective on things on earth has changed drastically. Did you learn anything about the nature of the universe, time, space, reality, other worlds, etc.? Now, this is my question. That's interesting. Okay. This universe is a playground and school. True reality feels ridiculously real and also foreign to an extreme degree compared to what you're currently experiencing. We're not human or humanoid um, over there, not in the least. Our souls look like the most beautiful emblems of gold light. We're souls playing as human characters in a 3D world, the same way you play as characters in a 2D video game. Any world you can imagine exists. Bitch. Tell me that's not the craziest fucking story you ever heard, right? God, what are you guys thinking? I see Brittany said, yeah, this is really interesting. I agree. This definitely taps into my more spiritual side and my fear of death. So this is actually really like humbling and wholesome to read. All right. The next one I had was I I really wish Sam was here. I want to talk to someone about this. Joey walked out because he was too high. All right. The next one is another near-death experience. Can anyone share some insight on my near-death experience? This is from Lady Lavender on near-death experiences subreddit. Either way, I'd love to tell my story to people who are not my family who are actually biased. Okay. Now, keep in mind, I didn't read this. I just skimmed. This is going to be long, so bear with me. When I was about three, I was with my mother who failed to watch or pay any attention to me. Her and my father were not good parents to me and neglected me frequently, which led them to lose their parental rights to me when I was only five. I spent a lot of the time with my dad's parents, but one day when I was with him, my dad left to go get something and left me with my mom who neglected me so badly on several occasions, but I won't go into that. This story was recounted by me as a three-year-old because I could talk really well apparently to my dad, my grandmother, and any other family who was close to me at the time. So this isn't made up um, stuff that I'm telling you. I told my family that my mother wasn't paying attention to me, that she was playing with a dog that was on our property, which was sort of in the country on a big piece of land owned by a man who dug cisterns all around it. Since she wasn't paying me any mind, me being a normal, adventurous three-year-old decided to walk out the house by simply opening the door. Turns out my mom has a disassociative disorder, so she probably honestly had no idea that I even left. Good Lord. As I wandered around, I obviously eventually ran into one of those cisterns I just mentioned. If you don't know what a cistern is, it's basically a hole in the ground to collect rainwater, and they were boarded up by the owner but I guess one wasn't properly boarded up and I fell through it. It was almost February at the time. Oh my God. So it was cold and I was bundled up in a heavy and a lot of heavy clothing and boots. This detail, I also told my grandma who was with me in the hospital. Wow, this is amazing that a three-year-old was able to tell this. I also told my grandma who was with me in the hospital as soon as I woke up. Apparently, I told her all sorts of weird shit, and I'll tell you that too. Okay, so my mom eventually realized I wasn't inside the house, genius, and called my dad to come back. Okay, now I'm not sure how much time has passed exactly during this, but I assume it was at least five to ten minutes before she even realized that I was gone. Oh my God. Then my dad had to actually drive back to the house, and I don't know how far he was, so that could have taken up to five to ten minutes. I don't even know. I'll never know. 
Then, of course, it took my dad, who found me, however long to search for me and eventually find me in the bottom of the cistern. So maybe another 10 minutes, maybe less. This is insane. All And all in all, after like 20 plus minutes had passed and I was already dead, that blows my mind every time I think about it. And I think about it this fairly often because I just can't believe that it happened to me. I was able to get some of the info from my dad. Um, my dad, where did I, where did I, I was able to get some info from my dad who unfortunately passed a few years back. And he told me some spooky shit about it too. Oh God. Okay, here we go. He told me when he was searching for me, he ran past a lot of the cisterns, but not until he ran past the one that I was in was when he felt a slap in his back or chest. I forgot which one he said. Oh my God, this is crazy. But he told me he had felt a force slam into him after searching frantically for me and not finding me. It was then that he knew I was in this cistern. He passed and he jumped right in. And sure enough, there I was at the bottom of it. I sunk because of the weight of my clothing. Also, no one was around him when he felt this force. He was alone. Holy shit. So clearly he called 911, but I forgot if he told me paramedics and police came before or after he found me. It's getting kind of fuzzy because he told me this almost five years ago, but he did say that when he found me, I was able to be revived. And I'm pretty sure that he told me he was the one who brought me back. It it took more than five minutes, he said. And at one point he didn't think I'd come back. Why would I? I was cold, blue with no pulse. I had dirt in my nose, eyes, ears. I was in there. I was in there way longer than it could have been normally been okay. I don't I don't even know how I survived that and I I'm, like how I'm alive today. It's crazy to me. When I, that's insane. That's insane that the little baby was at the bottom of like a hole in the ground with water in it in February and they're not dead. What the heck? I guess they are dead. Well, didn't die for good. Good grief. When I came back, they had to airlift me to a hospital and I was in a coma for a few days. I didn't know this fact till recently. My grandma was the one who was with me when I woke up. She told me I told her that her mother came to me when I died and told me to go back to my body. But I told her, no, I didn't want to that or that I was happy here. Whatever the heck that was. I felt safe and loved. My grandma was confused because I had never met my mother and she had never told me her name before. She tells me, um, oh, I I just lost it. I lost it. That I felt safe and loved. My grandma was confused because I'd never seen her before. I told her she tells me these were my words. I saw Mary. Uh, She told me to come back to my body, but I didn't want to. But I finally listened to her. Oh my God. Can you imagine if your child was looking at you and was like, mom, I saw someone X, Y, Z who died like five years ago. What would you say? I mean, what? Wow. I've always thought it's bizarre that some parents really do go through this and like it's cash. It's totally casual, right? What the hell? Um, let's see. I saw Mary. She told me to come back to my body, but I didn't want to. And I finally listened. She told me I described her mother's appearance and what her name was. I was never told her name, and my grandma to this day tells me that that this is the sole reason why she believes in an afterlife and a spirit realm. She has faith because of what happened to me. 
I know this is really long and I'm going to try to wrap it up. And I'm sorry if this is the wrong place for this story, but I didn't know where to post this. I think about it a lot and I don't tell many people what happened because I don't want them calling me crazy. I was only three and I only know what all my family tells me. It's the it's always the same story. And why why would they lie about something like that? I even saw pics of me in the hospital. They're fucking eerie and creepy. I don't feel like it's me, but it is. It's wild to me that I survived this without any brain damage. I have tons of anxiety and I'm hyper aware of things around me though. Crazy. Wow. What a story. That gives me chills. If these are real guys, if these are real, mm, mm -mm. let's see. All right. Going to number three. I'm going to delete some of these so I don't do the same ones, but damn, I wish I could say more about that. I'm just so shocked. I'd be interested to hear if you guys have any near-death experiences, too. You guys should email us. Um, I had no chance of surviving, and this one's by Josh Gee, 2702. I had no chance of surviving or being mentally capable, but here I am. To fully explain the extremity of how I was truly or how it has truly affected me, I'd like to go back to the beginning. But keep in mind, I'm not the greatest writer, so go easy. Since a child, I had always had asthma and a plethora of other medical conditions. My birth alone almost killed me and my mother. I had to have my adenoids and tonsils removed. I'm allergic to the grass in Australia, lactose intolerant, stomach ulcers, and plenty of other things. Oh, poor thing. Before my near-death experience, and they always write NDE, my NDE. Before my NDE, I had always been mad at the world, always trying to run away from conflict and commitment or long-term responsibility. I had a self, I, I had lived a selfish life. Um, non, nonetheless, it started off as swearing and talking what I wanted and ta- or taking what I wanted, constantly antagonizing my family, shit stirring at any given moment. But as I got older, it progressed to smoking, dope, and taking drugs I rarely paid for. I drank and smoked cigarettes like it was nobody's business. Um, for years, it took a toll on my body. By the time I was 18, I wasn't using any preventative medicines for my asthma or taking or carrying an EpiPen for my analysis. Um, I'm sorry. For her analysis? Are you talking about her um, allergies? Yeah. I was, I don't, I've never heard of the word analysis in that term. If I don't know if that's a typo or what. I was constantly shaking and sweating when I wasn't drinking. I was mad every second that I didn't have a dart. I was, it always took more than I gave and I said and did whatever so I could get fucked up. I hated being conscious. I hated being alive. I couldn't stand being sober with all my thought. Fast forward just before my 20th birthday in February, and I'm still with my um, girlfriend. I've stopped drinking and slowed down smoking, mostly using vapes, but I'm going through asthma pumps in a matter of days and not really thinking anything of it. Well, I really end up struggling to breathe. I'm vomiting, coughing, struggling to get a single breath. I decide it's finally time to ask my girlfriend for help. Tell her I can't breathe. I feel like I'm going to pass out. I'm hot, blustered. Everything's blurry. She gets her parents and calls um, the emergency number. Um, And I'm assuming this person is from England. (laughs) And at this point, I'm frantic. I'm yelling. My my adrenaline is pumping. I'm sat down begging in my in-laws to not let me die. My father-in-law calms me, and at that moment, I look at him and say, don't let me die. Then I died 
blood stopped pumping through my veins. No oxygen was reaching my brain. I had a blood pH level of six by the time the ambulance got to me. My in-law gave me CPR for 15 minutes. But at that moment, as I dropped, I saw nothing. It was all white. I was floating in an infinite abyss. I felt nothing, no pain, no anger, no nothing. Just as one with myself and the universe. And then I saw my father at the moment I was born. And again, as I briefly woke from my coma and uttered, I wish it was you when I took my last breath. I had no idea what my family and friends had endured whilst I was in a coma. They were told to say their goodbyes because even if I was to wake, which was next to impossible, I would be a vegetable. Or the best outcome they foresaw was me being mentally handicapped. When I woke up and came to the amount of drugs they'd given me and explained the severity of what had happened, once I could process it, words couldn't even begin to describe how happy I was to be able to stand, to be able to run, wipe my own ass, formulate a sentence. A month later, I'm enrolled in an engineer's course and thanking God every day. This is also the first time I've been able to really talk about what happened. It's still fresh. I'm still recovering. This is crazy. Wow. It's hard to talk about these things to people you love and care about, especially when they were saying goodbye a month ago. Thanks, Reddit. Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. It just It's interesting now that it's all kind of starting to bleed together, some of these stories. It's like, oh, yeah, this great infinite white space. Um, I feel no, you know, no anger, no death, nothing made sense. And for some reason... I can feel in my soul, I feel like the most that it's true. I feel like you guys probably think I'm crazy, but I feel it right here. I feel it in my fucking throat or heart chakra. (laughs) Mm, All right, let's see. Another near-death experience, and it was a personal story. This was posted by Anonymous. Oh, hold on. Bawley, B-A-W-L-E-Y, one. He is not ready. My near-death story happened back in April 2021. At first, I thought it was just a seizure or hallucination. Reasons for this will be explained. But after explaining it to a few different people, they have all told me they think it was a near-death experience. And I would love to get your thoughts on it. At the time, I was using a 4-FMP and amphetamine, as well as other stimulants such as MDMA, along with benzo benzos and modafinil i'm sorry i am you can tell i'm such a drug user (laughs) dmt thc pretty much anything i could get my hands on i have a background of substance abuse and am currently in in recovery this occurred while i was in a bad relapse and the specific night i was messing around with some dmt however i had some other stimulants in my system this is why i thought i had a seizure or a hallucination or psychotic episode perhaps it is My experience was that I was on my bed and had been getting pain in my left arm, so I began to move it into positions to make the pain go away. My background is in physiotherapy, so this seemed to be a test. It seemed like I was passing levels when suddenly a lot of past memories came flashing into my mind. The Simpsons, Family Guy, Lord of the Rings, etc. For some reason, they all seemed significant relating to my siblings and family trauma. Suddenly, I felt an immense pain inside of me as I were being turned inside out. All I can relate this to is the Big Bang. Then everything was white. 
there's the white again. Oh my God. Everyone says it's white. Interesting. Everything was calm for a period of time. And when I finally came to, I saw two beings arguing. All I could hear was one say to the other, he is not ready yet. Oh my God, stop. Can you imagine thinking you're dead and then immediately hearing someone who could possibly be your family member? He's not ready yet. He's got to go back. Oh my God. The next moment I woke up on the floor with all my jewelry and watch torn off. I I haven't done the best job explaining it. It felt like I was going through levels and being tested for the beginning of it. And it felt like I, I had done it before. As I said, though, that is so interesting. That part right there, I felt like I had done it before. That is so interesting to me. It's speaking to me right now because um, a lot of astral projection, at least in my experience, has been being reminded of things that you know you remember and then you're able to get your message. It's really interesting. That's my experience with it for sure. I haven't done the best job explaining it. I felt like I was going through levels. Yeah. As I said, uh, though, I was on a lot of drugs that I'm thankfully not on now. I could have been very well have been psychosis. But has anyone experienced anything similar? Bitch. These are giving me freaking goosebumps. What are you guys thinking? Jesus Christ. I don't know. This is speaking to me. And it's also telling me. It feels more real. Reading these together side by side and comparing the notes. It sounds fucking the same, bro. I don't even know what to say. I have memories of doing many things. Oh, this is what Brittany says. I have memories of doing many things before that have never really happened to me. Yes. That's what I'm. Oh, man. I wish you guys were here and I could talk to you guys like you're my friends. But listen, that's what's freaking me out. I'm like, no, I've had experiences before where I've seen things in my past that like I don't remember like on the top of my head. Do you know what I'm saying? But like I can I can I can see it, but I don't know what it is. But I'm like, oh, that's so familiar. Like I can see a lot of associated things, colors, fonts, uh, all sorts of things in my brain thinking back to my childhood, but things that I don't actively remember. Like it's not on my forefront of thinking it's in my you know in inside out on disney that movie the pit where all of the other memories go that's where i feel like when you were trying to astral project at least in my experience and these people have you know died so i think they might be experiencing something else i don't know i don't know maybe it's the same i genuinely feel like this has something to do with it. I, uh, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Anyway, 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 it's starting to creep me out a lot more than I'd like to admit. When I was eight, I nearly drowned. This is from stardust moon dust. One moment I was suffocating and the next I was next or in the next I was out of my body. It was not dark for me. I did not see figures or talk to anyone. Instead, I was a ball with 360 vision, again, with this like 70, seven dimensional like sights. I could see the sky, pool fence, lifeguard not paying attention, my babysitter reading a magazine and myself still moving and struggling in the water. I had no thoughts, no fears. I knew everything already, so there was no need to think or feel anything. 
wow, this is incredible. It was the most serene state I've ever experienced in my life. It kind of felt like getting unplugged, being in the factory reset condition before any human narrative was injected. This is so interesting. All of the stories are matching up. I believe in the soul and reincarnation because of this experience. I entertain the possibility of simulation hypothesis, although it doesn't explain the origins of our base reality. I must have only been out for a short time. My babysitter eventually noticed. I saw her dive into the pool and lift my brother and I out. As soon as my face reached air, I was back inside my body in an instant. My brother, age five, did not experience what I did because he was on top of me in the water and was able to breathe the whole time. After this experience, I started seeing ghosts or whatever they were every night for a few years. I wasn't scared of them. I have to take a second because I know someone who experienced the same thing that these people are experiencing. And it's freaking me out. Like, I'm going to cry. It's fucking creepy (laughs) how these are all matching up. I didn't think I was going to get this scared this episode, but I have chills. That last part, seeing ghosts, seeing ghosts after you have your near-death experience. A lot of people say that. And this person that I know that went through a near-death experience has experienced that. So that is very interesting. I just, I have chills. Mm. After this experience, I started seeing ghosts or whatever uh, every night for a few years. I wasn't scared of them. They were translucent green and were friendly. I could never look at them directly or they would disappear. I had to rely on my peripheral vision. I can't see them anymore, but I think for a period after my near-death experience, I somehow gained access to like another dimension or world or whatever it was for a period of time until I lost interest and stopped engaging. This is fascinating. I have to tell Kent this. Sam, if you're watching, I got to tell Ken about this because I wonder if he had an NDE and was like, maybe that's why he can see all of these ghosts. Interesting. Um, Brittany says, I live with ghosts. They don't let me sleep. Oh, God. I don't, thankfully, but I wish I did. I love ghosties. But I know my mom, my mom gets really mad whenever I come over to the house because Sam knows we, um, I like, I, I, it's not that I actively stir them up, but I am more conscious of them and I, I do talk to them. I'm like, hi, I'm back in here. And because I know they all exist in there and I know, I know the few that they are. I know there's like one grandmother spirit. There's one little child spirit and I greet them. I greet them all. Oops. I greet them all. Sorry, I had to cut myself off on on Instagram. But um, I walk in the house and I think mom thinks that I stir them up when I do that. <laughs> so they um they are they go they go crazy at my mom's house anyway. But yeah, I my mom gets kind of mad about it. <laughs> honestly, all right, I'm gonna read the comments. I haven't been through the comments on um YouTube in a hot second. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I highly recommend everyone to have first aid training because if I or another person listened to 911, I would have to bleed out instantly. They they told us to take out the glass. Never take out something that has been impaled in your body. Wow. Fascinating. Oh, I'm seeing. Okay, I'm not. I I was reading it backwards. 
in my experience, all time slowed down. And remember everything that happened that day. My brain went into slow mode and I was able to make decisions that helped me survive. That's fascinating. Wow, you guys are so interesting. These stories have got me reeling today, okay? Jesus, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm so out of it right now. But like genuinely, this is just freaking me out. Okay. Next. Serenity. Oh, I love this one already. I love this one already. Serenity, void, and seeing ghosts after an NDE. This is by Stardust Moondust. Wait a minute. I That's the one I just read. <laughs> I was like, wait. It's, I thought it was another one for ghosts and shit, but no, it wasn't. Whoops. <laughs> All right, hold on. Okay, this one is dying and coming back. What I saw and felt. Trigger warning, drug use, and graphic nature. This is by Xanax, Xanaz Cax. I am new to this sub, but I've shared my experience before, and I am wondering if parts of my uh, parts of what happened to me are relatable to anyone else. Some background: I was 20 years old, and in the very deepest worst point in my addiction to opioids. That particular day, I was very depressed and thought taking double what I normally took would just numb me out some more. What I didn't consider was the milligram of the particular medication was also double the amount that I normally took. I didn't typically take them IV either, but now and then I did this day being one of those times. I remember nodding in and out of consciousness, the typical feeling that I normally got when getting high, but after about 30 minutes or so or what it felt like, time wasn't something I paid attention to while under the influence. Things started to change. I was having significant trouble breathing. It felt like someone was sitting on my chest. This is the point where I should have called 911, but I didn't. And I, oh man, this is so scary. And, but I didn't, and I have no excuse as to why I didn't other than I wasn't, I was thinking things weren't as serious as they actually were. I'd soon find out though. I then began to experience excruciating pain all over more so internal pain. It was as if I could feel my organs shutting down. The person who was staying with me that night had gone to the bar, but vaguely recall him returning. I could hear him begging me to wake up, to open my eyes. He sounded miles away, although I'm certain he was right next to me. Next thing I know, everything is dark. I hear nothing. I see nothing. I feel the sensations of falling and floating at the same time. I felt as if I was drowning. And then that sensation disappeared as well, going through different levels. Once again, that's what it sounds like, right? Which is a very hard feeling to describe. At this point, the falling sensation had returned, yet part of me, I believed to be my soul, felt like it was ascending the opposite direction of my body. I began to see vivid colors, but could not make out what they were, almost as if they had no defined shape. I had no awareness of time, but if I had to guess, it felt like maybe 30 to 50 seconds. I then suddenly felt a physical sensation again for the first time since the drowning sensation. 
a very hard, strong pressure on my chest. Not like the one I had before. This one seemed to travel through my whole body. I heard whispers. It's not your time. It's not your time. Stop it. That's fucking crazy. I woke. What if that's his like ancestors or something? I woke up three days later in the ICU to this day. I don't know if the whispers were that of someone on earth. That of someone from beyond. Or my own consciousness. I learned I wasn't breathing and was without oxygen for five minutes and my heart had stopped for 110 seconds. I was defibrillated three times for anyone wondering. I am clean now and have been for some time. I'm so proud of you. Wow. You wonderful person. What an amazing story to tell. Wow, I've got chills tonight, y'all. I don't know how y'all are feeling, but this episode is just getting juicier and juicier. Mm-mm-mm. Also, I see Melissa's back. Welcome back, babe. How's it going? I saw you had to go take a call. Did it go okay? <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. I clicked on the same one again. How did I do that? What the hell is wrong with me? Things are never quite the same. Guys, what if I gave you like a concert? What, what would you think? Would you tell me I suck? If Are you guys one of those people? <laughs> are you guys one of those people you know someone sucks but you won't tell them? You stinker. <laughs> you need to be more honest. I'm on to you because I used to be that person. All right. This last one is going to be really graphic. I did skim over this one. <laughs> I've got chills already. And I'm going to text Joey to come in here before I start this story. Hey, Joey. Hopefully he can hear me. Sharing my near-death experience. This is by Sarah Sheep. Has anyone felt or experienced something similar? When my abusive father hurled a large metal chair at my stomach when I was 16, I nearly died. I passed out on the floor and woke up three hours later feeling cold and clammy with the sound of my mother sobbing in her body over mine as she supported my body. My dad was sitting there looking smug and saying I deserved it. The weird thing was I experienced a near-death experience. When I passed out, everything went pitch black and I felt like I was hurled into this universe of darkness. It was a place that transcended time. Time did not exist there. Then I saw an ever-growing source of light coming towards me. It wasn't a harsh blinding light. It was light of being. It was alive. Looking at the light didn't blind my eyes. It actually felt warm and like safe to stare right at it. Whatever it was. Why does this make me feel like so familiar? Like I feel like I can experience this in my mind's eye right now. It's so scary. Whatever it was, I sensed that it was full of love, happiness, joy, and peace like I have never felt before. If you think about the happiest moment of your life, the being was a million times more than that. Wow. 
I felt that being move steadily closer and closer until it's warm and light and love engulfed me entirely. And at that moment, I felt so warm and loved and happy like I've never felt before. It didn't say anything, but it telepathically asked if I was okay, checked up on me and told me it wasn't my time to go. Oh my God. Again, with the no, you have, you have to go back. Not yet. It's not your time. Like that's, it's so scary. Oh my God. Then the light started slowly fading and I was hurled back into reality and felt cold and clammy and sweaty. What do you think of my experience? I don't know why, but ever since then, this has stopped me from attempting to try and kill myself despite how much pain I've felt. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? And that is a perfect segue into the next topic that I want to have. Give me like two hot minutes, okay? I'm going to go get Joseph. I'm going to sit down and we're going to have ourselves a little chat about ketamine infusions and why it can treat depression, which, and I think I'm probably going to end up doing it at some point. You know what I mean? Because I'd be depressed, you know? I have a severe fear of death. I have severe religious trauma. I have to deal with it every single day of my life with medication because of it. It sucks. And if you have depression, I understand. I do. And I went went unmedicated for a while, but I can promise you the medicine does help. And it sucks if you can't get it because this this bullshit sucks. (laughs) But um, yeah, ketamine infusions. Let's talk about that. Hold on. BRB. Hey, Joey. Come here. I need you to talk about something. Come here. I need you to talk about DMT. Wait. Oh, it's a perfect segue. Like, you're missing out. I want you to sit in my chair and I'll sit in the camera. Joey, I'm fine, too. Don't worry. It's okay. Go sit down. They're waiting for you. I told them that you're coming. Hi, Joey. Your shirt looks lovely under the black light. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. I I need you to speak loud because I know them. I don't know if you guys can hear him well enough, but um, I was just telling them that the end of this story was perfect segue to what you were going to talk about. Right. I want to read the last part to you. I felt that being that being move steadily closer and closer until it's warmth and light. this is someone dying right and it's light and love engulfed me entirely and at that moment i felt so warm and loved and happy like i've never felt before it didn't say anything but telepathically it asked me if i was okay checked up on me and told me it wasn't my time to go then the light started slowly fading and as i was hurled back into reality and felt cold and clammy and sweaty what do you think about my experience this last part listen i don't know why but ever since then this has stopped me from attempting to kill myself despite how much pain i felt and we've talked about me being super depressed and how i have an extreme fear of death mm-hmm. and we've talked about doing treatments before because they have worked correct mm-hmm. And people have literally paid doctors or whatever. I don't know who does. Who are, are these specialists or something? For what? 
for these DMT? for the DMT. No, not necessarily the DMT. I guess explain the ketamine. The ketamine. Explain the ketamine. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a it's like a doctor's office. Mm. So yeah. interesting. Um, I'm 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 intrigued to go. I would like to know more about them. Do you play some Williamsburg? Interesting. I'll have to go down there. What are you guys thinking about this? Oh, let's see. I've been on an antidepressant for 39 years. I have to take it to stay stable. Yes, ma'am. Same here. Totally understand about the mental health struggles. I got to start sharing y'all's comments more. I'm so sorry. I love it when you guys' comments pops up on the screen. Also, if you're here, I love you so much right now. This is such a fun little powwow that we're having, right? <laughs> I'm enjoying myself just talking about death, you know? What do you think about... What do you think about ghosts? Do you think that it is just like interstellar, like someone from a different dimension in our dimension? Yeah. I mean, that's the only practical... Come closer. It's the only practical answer. So you do believe in ghosts then? Because if ghosts are what you consider an interdimensional person, then that's a ghost. So you do believe in ghosts. Interdimensional wouldn't be a... You're thinking that ghosts are like a human that already exists. Therefore, it's not another dimension. It's still your dimension. This is Joey. He's in this dimension. And then this is me, the finger. And I'm in my dimension. What if I just went... And Joey and I were like, oh... It's a ghost! Ah! Interstellar, run away! You know how like he goes and touches the bookcase or whatever, and the yeah. daughter's like, it's a ghost. Yeah. No, uh, that's real? Come on, you don't think so? Anything that you say, I'm like immediately like, shut up, no way, that's real. I need you to tell me it's real. I don't know if it's real. Ugh. And no one will ever know if it's real. Mm. I don't know, what do you guys think? What are we thinking about the ghosts here? Yes, how can you not believe in ghosts? How about aliens? Oh, don't get him started. <laughs> I've been on depression meds since I was 10. I'm 27 now. You guys are amazing for sharing that with me because I really needed to hear that. Um, Joey, what do you, what the fuck? What do you what do you think about ghosts and aliens? Do you think they're the same thing? What about other planets and galaxies? Just because it's on another planet doesn't mean it's another dimension. It's just like... What if other planets are other places that we can visit in our subconscious? What if when we're dreaming, we're just on a different planet? What if our dreams are technically ketamine infusions, but we're going through our brains and we have DMT <laughs> flowing through our brains, you know, the natural kind? And what if... What if? <laughs> Why aren't you listening to me? I need to be on this rant right now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god yes my husband is obsessed aliens with aliens and thinks they are all connected yes that's me <laughs> that's how i feel and he doesn't agree he just thinks that they're their own thing that's all that why why don't you believe what i believe it's right how can you not I, I, but like my brain like needs you to. I can't explain it. Mm. Oh my god, you guys, this is driving me insane. So, can you walk us through 
a ketamine infusion. No, I don't know anything about ketamine. You don't? No. You told me you did. No. What the heck, man? No. What the hell are you doing on my podcast then? I, I, you tell me. You're the worst guest ever. <laughs> You're so funny. I like you. Me too. I like you a lot. <laughs> oh my god. You guys are cracking me up. This is such a fun night. I've been having so much fun. How long have we been going? We've been going for an hour. Poor Joey. It's alright, buddy. Aw. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Now I don't even know what else to talk about. I just want to ask you all these questions that I have. Do you think... Seriously, though. Do you think that ghosts are just people in other dimensions? So you believe in ghosts then, bro? No, because what you're calling ghosts is people that are in this dimension. Yeah, but that, just imagine that if the word ghost, the word, the noun explained that, that interdimensional person, an interdimensional person, an interdimensional person. No, wait, what? You just said something that makes me ask more questions. You were like, that means he died and he didn't die in this dimension. So you mean when you die, you go into another dimension? That's That's what you're implying, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. I, I don't know what else to ask you. I, I can't I can't have a conversation with you because you say you're like, yes, yes, uh, yes, Patrick, th- no, this is your wallet. Uh, that's not my wallet. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? That one where he's like, yes. oh, good, your picture's in here. And then he's like, yeah, that's me. He's like, so then it must be your wallet. And he's like, no. <laughs> Like, that's what you do. That's what it's like to talk to you. I am, I am the, I am the, the scary bad guy from SpongeBob. I don't remember Professor something, right? Do you remember that one time where, hold on, I gotta see myself in my screen. Do you remember that one episode, move your legs? Remember that one episode where he was like, like making it look like he was making out with someone? I just that that part's engraved in my memory forever. I'll never forget that. Anyway, <laughs> that's what it's like to talk to you. I'm serious. Okay. Mm. Yeah, do again. Yeah, tell us about aliens. What you think about ghosts? Do you think that they are like intertwined? No. <laughs> what do you think? This is so impossible aliens. to talk to you. <laughs> aliens are definitely only way it could be there's just too many livable planets and the galaxy for not to be any other planets with life on it it's just a statistical impossibility so you you do believe there's something else out there then you just said it (laughs) aliens not ghosts Ah! (laughs) i'm freaking out right now oh my god hi josh (laughs) anyway Let's get back to the topic at hand. We're talking about near-death experiences. Okay. What do you think happens when someone dies? Do you think they go into a great black void of nothingness? Or do you think it's more of a soul experience, a spiritual awakening of sorts? 
It's a test of the lessons that you've learned on earth, which I find to be just beautiful. What do you think about that? How do you not believe in beautiful things, Joey? That's what's comforting and that's what's nice. It no. gives me hope. No, you are a light bulb. When you die, somebody turns off the lights. <gasps> No, uh, we go somewhere. I want to see my family yeah, members again. Oh, <laughs> Joey, this is sending me. Why don't you believe? I can't explain <laughs> why it's so frustrating. It just invalidates me. It's That's what's so scary. Because you know I trust it, you. You know that you pick your answer because it helps. I trust you, though, Joey. And when you say you don't believe something, I'm like, what? It has to be real. Like, tell me it's real. You're like, oh, I look for your validation and everything, apparently, especially my religion. <laughs> anyway, we're getting a little bit too deep tonight. I guess we'll probably cut it here, guys. I had a fun time. Uh, there you go. Definite, definitely real. Do guys watch Paranormal Caught on Camera? I do sometimes. I haven't in a while, though. I do sometimes. Joey doesn't. But I'll tell you what, dude. If you, if you, oh my God, listen to this. Jennifer, I'm so glad you're here. You have to look up Ghosts of Carmel, Maine. If you haven't seen our episodes with Kent Burris, you need to watch them. He has the craziest ghost stuff that I've ever seen. Like, it makes me believe everything everything and i know we're talking about aliens but the ghost things if they're like connected super interesting i highly recommend watching his channel watch the ghost chronicles it explains everything it's like the description of the whole channel itself but like you can watch like raw unedited videos of like ghost captures that he's gotten and they are wild they send me my mm. god you got to check him out girlfriend and oh yeah watch our interviews with him because we go a little bit in depth with him as well sorry that's a plug i didn't mean to be like but you know you need to check him out definitely but i had a lot of fun with you guys tonight i oh wait ah guys move 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 the, oh it's girl time hold on guys guess what i did today okay listen to this i for three months, okay? Three fucking months. Three fucking months. Sat at this very desk. This very desk. Okay? Listen to me. For three months, I sat and I slaved and I tried to draw anything that I could that I thought was remotely spooky, remotely cute, remotely wearable for you. And my artiste work always missed the mark every single time it did and <laughs> i suck is what i'm trying to say but i tried for you guys i came down to one last one last straw and this was i'm telling you after photoshop tutorials i was going through canva i was sitting here drawing my own designs to scan on my computer to put on a hoodie and then one in one foul swoop, in one foul swoop, like a bird swooping down and picking me up, I had one last idea and I got here on the computer. Yes, I did. And I'm so proud to tell you that we have a new thing of merch in the merch shop. I'm so excited to tell you because they're really cute and 
Oh my God, Sam and I were like wigging out about them. It's a pair of vampire teeth and I'll show you on my computer here. It's a pair of vampire teeth. Go to two ghouls podcast or two ghouls.com and you click on the merchandise tab. Two ghouls. I'm actually going to show you guys our website right now. Please watch this. Um, girls on Instagram. I will pick you up in a second and I'll show you. Um, okay. Share screen. Oh my God. Grandma in the house. Sorry. Okay. Two ghouls podcast, right? This is our lovely, lovely website um you can anytime you guys are like hey what do i need to know about two ghouls podcasts either find our instagram because i am always 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 on instagram hit me up if you wanna i love using instagram and we're always on there so anytime you want to hear anything about us like if you want to stay up to date i highly suggest following us there um Facebook is like a little less mandatory for us. Like I'll post like our secondary content on there just to let people know, Hey, we're still here. But, um, yeah, this is our website. Everything is on here. Okay. You can see up here in the right hand corner, there is merchandise. You can find our blog here as well. Yes. Yes. Sam does tarot Tuesdays. She hasn't been doing them recently, but we're going to get back into that later on when she feels more comfortable and can like you know, she's having a baby. God, give her a break. Um, and then you can go to our merchandise tab, which if you're ever worried, you can go to twoghoulspodcast.com directly. The other one I was just showing you was two ghouls. And I didn't show the girls on Instagram. I'm so sorry, ladies. Hold on. Um, this is our merch. Okay. Like it? Ah, what do you think? Right? Okay, wait, wait here. My people that love cropped hoodies it comes in pink and it goes up to a large it goes down to an extra small look at the fucking back bitch bite me ow are you kidding me that's so fucking cute right okay and then we have the mug okay you can't can't ignore the mug right okay the mug it's all black and it says bite me and our sticker this is brand new you can buy it exactly like that and it comes out all cut out for you and everything there's regular hoodies i put tank tops in and yes the tank top also comes in pink and it goes all the way up to 4xl all the way down to extra small super cute for the summer are you fucking kidding me also in black yes yes i love it i love it and I want to tell you guys, ooh, hold on. In like 10 minutes, there will be a promo code to use on there that I will name uh, live stream. Live stream. I'll come on here. I'll share the promo. So watch the story and you should be able to get your hoodie or tank top for 10% off. Every single dollar goes to half our people that sell the shirts and then half of it goes to us and it goes directly back into the podcast. We use it to buy mics. We use it to buy a brand new keyboard. You know, I was able to get my computer because of you guys and your support. And, you know, Sam and I really do put a lot into this show. And so it would just mean a whole lot if you guys put some, you know, back towards the show and let us know what you think. Like send us any of your ideas. We are always open in the DMs to listen to anything you guys want, you know, want to say for like stories and stuff. You know, we're very communicative. We love hanging out with you guys online. It's been really enjoyable. Um, man, you guys are great. 
I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to remember, I'm going to post on the promo on the, uh, hold on, let me stop sharing my screen. I'm going to do the promo, which I'm using my phone as live. Whoops, right. I forgot it was there. I'm looking at my, my computer screen. Guys, this was fun. I had a good time. Um, I think that's it for me. I hope to see you guys next week, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. I'm not sure what we're doing quite yet, but check it out on Instagram and Facebook when I find it out. <laughs> see you later.